beginning from Lamed Hey, Lamed Bey, six lines from the bottom, by the two dots, where it says Gufa. Om Rav Yehuda, Om Shmuel. Rav Yehuda says the name of Shmuel. V'chein Om Rav Yitzchok, Om Rav Yechon, and so to Rav Yitzchok says the name of Yechon. Shemin Zayis, olive oil. V'vorechon alav b'yirei priya eitz. What bracha do you make in olive oil? So Gemara says, you make a b'yirei priya eitz. Now, you're probably thinking, when was the last time you heard somebody made a bracha on olive oil? Who's drinking olive oil? I do. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> Gotta be worried for a second. Because we're not going to say such good things about drinking olive oil right now. Okay? So, the Gemara has that exact question which you have as well. Hey, dummy, what's the case that you're making a broth in olive oil? If you want to tell me that he's drinking olive oil plain, straight by itself, azuki mazikli. It hurts the person. It's not beneficial for the person. When did we say you should make a bracha? We said, whoever derives benefit from this world, that's who makes a bracha on the item they eat or drink. Here we're saying straight olive oil is harmful for the person. So, that's that. what do you mean to make a bracha? Uh, what do you mean to make a on there? What does that mean? The Tanya, we learned in the Braisa, in regards to one who is eating truma b'shoigeg, so we're going to prove over here that one who drinks olive oil, it is, it is, um, that olive oil is what? Is not healthy for you. Because, how Shoi says, Shemin shall truma, one who drinks Shemin of truma, the oil of the truma, by mistake, is Mishali Mesakaren, he has to pay Karen, the principal amount. The same time that, just like any case, when you're mazik, the money, you damage the money of your friend, you have to pay the, the Karen, the principal value of what you damaged. However, but you do not have to pay the chaymish, a fifth. Why not? Because one who drinks it is mazik himself. And it's only if you eat something that's not mazik yourself. So we're proving over here from this Mishnah that if that olive oil is mazik, it do, harms a person. Hasach, and furthermore, however, Hasach Shemin Shel Truma, one who anoints himself, smears the oil on himself, is Mishali Mesakaren, Mishali Mesachemish. He is Mishali Mesakaren and Chemish. He's Mishali Mesakaren and Chemish. He has to pay the principal amount. And Chaymish as well. Because Sicha, when you put the oil on yourself, is like drinking it. And that's the, that's the Hano, that's the enjoyment of the oil. So you see over here that drinking oil straight is damaging. So what does it mean that you make a bracha by your priya eats? Elo, we're still trying to figure this out. Ah! So my says, okay, I'll tell you the case where the person is drinking olive oil. He's having bread, and he's, instead of having his hummus, instead of having his garlic dip, instead of his having his onion dip, he has oil, and he's soaking his challah, his bread, in oil. That's the case the modern ones suggest 
that he's eating oil, and you should make ha'etz. What's the problem with that, Rabbi Yisai? It's oil, it's not ha'etz. The problem is, if you're eating the bread, the bread is what you make the bracha on. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, Havalei Pasiker. Pas is the main. The who and the oil is a tofil, is a secondary. And we know the rule, which we'll see him in Dalit Amr Aleph. Zaklau, Kol Shu Iker, Vimait whatever is Iker, whatever is the main, and you have something tougher with it, Navarachal Iker, You make a brach on the main, and you exempt the tofil. Now, for example, chocolate chip cookies. That we all enjoy the chocolate chip and the cookie, but you don't make a shahakol on the chocolate chip cookie, you make a mizainus. And the mizainus on the chocolate chip cookie will exempt the chocolate chip. So too, if you're having pass with the oil, the ikir is the pass, is the bread. So we're back to square one. We started off by saying that if you have olive oil, you make ha'etz. But we can't find the case that you make ha'etz on the olive oil. So the Mara wants to take another suggestion. And this is what Rabbi Yaman just suggested. Elo dekoshosi lei adeyanigrin. You're drinking the oil through what's called anigroin. What is anigroin? So anigroin is when you put the the wine and oil, it's a type of food that you drink, or rather you put wine and oil together. And through this combination, the oil is not going to be mazik, not going to harm the person. It's beet juice. Okay, so it's a beet juice with a combination of oil. By the way, I don't want anybody to walk out of here and thinking, okay, I wasn't feeling well today, I'm going to try this Maya de Silka. <laughs> we don't do, I know the Torah is called Tarkula is Amish and Emes, but don't do the Rafua Zachin that, that we're learning in the Gemara here, okay? That the Ramaray said in Shtan and Teva, don't, don't do it, please. Even the pharmacists, don't do it. Okay. And then it brings further, so Anigron is my Silko. And we have over here, Ansigroin is Mayo the Kulu Shalki. We are now on the top of Lamed Aleph, Omer Aleph, that Ansigroin is like vegetable juice. Okay? And, and the understanding is, is that you put oil in it as well. I don't like the, you know, like V8, you know, all those different vegetables. Okay? Fine. Now, the one I want to say, that's not a good suggestion either. That maybe the case we're discussing when you make ha'etz is when you have the oil in these maya, the silk, or maya, the nigra. Why? So when it says, in Cain, have like a nigra iker, back to the same thing we said a minute ago. The anigroin is the main, the main, uh, ingredient. The shem and toffel. And the oil is a secondary. And if that's a case, we learn once again, tonight we learn, you make the bracha on the main ingredient, the chocolate chip, excuse me, the cookie, and you don't make a bracha on the chocolate chip. Right? So, so, so we're back to square one. Okay, well, pies, okay, we'll see, you have to see. So what answer is false? This is what Rabbi Yomin wanted to suggest. Meaning what? Your throat's hurting you. 
So what do you do? What did they do? For a medicinal benefit of clearing out the throat, he would take olive oil, the person would take olive oil, and gargle with it. The Tanya, we learn in the Braiso, one whose throat is hurting him, he shouldn't go straight ahead and drink or gargle with the olive oil on Shabbos. What's the reason for that? Because that looks like he's doing some medicine. Refua. So what's wrong? He can't take medicine on Shabbos? That's exactly right. Now, unless it's, let's say, uh, you take medicine every single day for something, or it's antibiotics or something like this, generally speaking, we cannot take medicine on Shabbos. Why? Because the Gezeira of Shechika Samamanam. What's Gezeira Shechika Samamanam? Which means that there's a decree in the old days. How do you make medicine? So, so Teichin. You know, like if you go to the pharmacist, sometimes they have a picture of a mort and a pestle. Right. right? There's like that bowl with that stick. You know, like you ever wonder, like, what's that doing there? Like, of all different things they could put up there by the, uh, the counter, why are they putting that there? Because that's how you, they used to take medicine. They should chop it up and grind it up. So, there's a Gezeira of Shechika Samamanam. That a person might come to grind medicine. You'll tell me there's not a chance in a million years I'm going to grind medicine. So that's why we have the Mishnah Idias, which says, and the Mishnah Mishnah Idias, when was it learned? It was in the day that Rabbi Lazar and Nazario was appointed, as we learned in the Gemara a few days ago. Rabbi Lazar and Nazario was appointed, they learned Mishnah Idias, they, they set all these lachas, and once you have a Bezdin that makes a Gezeira, you cannot uproot it unless you have a greater Bezdin than the previous one. Fine. So, the Gezeira of Shechika Saman still applies today. Obviously, there are people taking medicine every single Shabbos because that's the exception to the rule. Like we said, they take medicine seven days a week. They can't skip the day. They, take, they have to take 10 days of antibiotics or things like this. But in general, we're saying you can't go ahead. Don't gargle it with oil. Tchilo Shabbos. Because of Shechika Saman, you can't take medicine on Shabbos. Ava, what can you do? Ready for this, Rabbi Yisai? You can take a lot of oil to create that medicinal benefit into the what? Into the anigroin. What was the anigroin? Anigroin was this vegetable drink, right? You, you put oil in there as well. Then you go ahead and you have your medicinal benefit. Why? Why is that allowed? Because that's allowed because it doesn't look like you're doing it for medicine on Shabbos. Let's just give a, a practical example to that. Eating food that's beneficial for the person. They say chickens have has medicinal value, right? Okay. So let's say a person's not feeling well. So everybody, you know, you have chicken soup Friday night, right? It's part of the staple. Kiddush, challah, chicken soup. Good. He wants a second. We figure, you know, I have a little cold. It's the winter. I'm going to have a second bowl of soup. You know? So he goes ahead. He has a second bowl of soup. Now, what's his kavana? His kavana is because he has he, he has a little cold. He's totally allowed to do that because it's food. It's not pure medicine. It's food. Fine. But if he's taking straight medicine, that's a problem. So it's so too over here. The person is putting the oil into the food. So this, since he's putting the oil into the food, it's not a problem. So why ask the question that? Pshita, that's obvious. That the, if the Shem is Ikra, then you make Ha'etz. In other words, in, when you put in the oil into that, 
vegetable drink and the majority of it is is oil, ah, so that's that's the case we're coming out with. You make a eight. Okay? So but if that, it's so partial, the Mara says it's partial. Why, why did it tell me that case? Interesting, interesting Mara answer uh, the fact that it's partial. We had a whole question back and forth, you know, it's so partial, right? But the Mara says that case is partial. So the Mara says like this. I might have thought since a person's intending to do what? To, for a fuwa. Intending to do it specifically for medicinal benefit. He shouldn't make a bracha on it at all. Because his intention is for refuah. The Gemara is answering, since he's having hanofimus, since he's benefiting, enjoying it, he needs to make a bracha. Which brings us to a psaq halacha that generally speaking, you don't make medicine, you don't make, oh, excuse me, you don't make a bracha on medicine. You don't make, straight medicine, you do not make a bracha. Okay? Medicine, you don't make a bracha. If it's a food that has a natural healing herb, something, whatever it is, chicken soup, and you sit down for the bowl of chicken soup, and your intention is strictly because the person has a cold, that's why he wants that chicken soup. Right? It's very nice intention for the mice. He's getting enough from the food, from the chicken soup. So he has to make a shakal and a chicken soup. Pure, straight chicken soup. I'm not doing vegetables, croutons, just the shakal and a chicken soup. Fine. Let's go fight. We now come to a new discussion. The Gemara says like this. Kimcha dechiti. Kimcha dechiti. What is kimcha dechiti? So there's actually different opinions in the Rishonim what this kimcha dechiti is. Some Rishonim learn it's raw wheat. Some learn it's wheat flour. And some learn it's coarse toasted flour. Okay, this kimcha dechiti. Rav Yehuda Oimer, what bracha do you make on it? Bayri Priyadama. Rav Yehuda says, you make a Bayri Priyadama on Kimcha Dechiti. Rav Nachman Amar, you know what bracha you make on Kimcha Dechiti? He says, Rav Nachman, Shakal Nebuchadnezzar. You make a Shakal on the Kimcha Dechiti. On this, the sweet flour. So Amalei, Rav Nachman, Rav says, Rav Nachman, like Tifla Galei, the Rav Yehuda, you should not be chedek Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Why shouldn't you be chedek Rabbi Yehuda? There be yoichen on Shmuel kaim kavaisa kavaisa because Rabbi Yehuda and Shmuel they hold like him as well. The Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel vechen Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Amar Rabbi Yoichen on Shemin Zayis Navarch Lavayir Priyates Olive Oil Make the Bracha Bayir Priyates Alma You see from here Afagav the Ishtani b'milseko Even though the olives. Which is, if you eat an olive or broccoli, you make an olives, the eights. So even though the olives change to the oil, it still stays in the same status and you make eights. So, so too over here. By the chitim, by the wheat. Even though the chitim, the wheat, changed from being the, that wheat stalk, it's still, the flour is still in the same status. Like it was before, and you make it by your priyadama. The understanding is that wheat comes from where? The ground. So the wheat flour should also be adama. Simple as that. So I ask one second. 
You want to make a comparison between the two? Me dummy, are they similar? You tell me the shemen zayis is similar to the the flower of the of the wheat. Hasa by the case of the olive oil, Leslie iluyachrina. The olive oil hit its spitz, hit the top of what it can be. There's the olive to the olive oil, and Rashi says over here. Rashi tells us that why did Hashem create olives? Now, I personally, I enjoy olives. Olives are great. Rashi says, Olives are so the oil that comes out of it. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy the olive for the sake of the olive. By the way, just as an aside, in parentheses, we're not going to discuss it right now, but the Gemara in Hari, Yistafid Gimel says, Haragel Bezaisim, is, is a person who eats olives too often, too common, is going to cause him to forget his learning. Okay? So, the, the Rashi, I believe, learns over there, Ruggle means, if you have them too often, means more than every 30 days. There are those that say that if you eat like olives with other foods together, like an olive dip, something like this, all mixed up together, so then it doesn't have the concern. We'll push aside now the topic of Kosh Lashikha, back to our discussion over here. The point is, is that by the olive when you hit the olive oil, that's the spitz. You can't get better than olive oil. However, by the by the flour, you could get better than the than the than the, the wheat flour. What do you get better than that? Bread. bread. You have pas, you have bread. So therefore, maybe you should not be making a hadama, but you should make a shahakal on it. So Gemara asks, any time you have every time you have something else, then you're not going to make a dama. El shakol, you don't make a shakol. Is that really true? I've Rabbi on a raw gourd. The last, the last of these gourds, many different types of vegetables that fall into the gourd family, and it's not cooked. And on barley flour, okay, the flour of barley, so we say now you would make a shahakol on what? On the raw gourds, as well as on the kimcha desari, the flour from the barley. And the Gemara is medayed like this, that this, as Shmuel said, on specifically on kemach of soyrim, on the flour from barley. You make a shahakol, but he didn't say of kemach of chitin, make a shahakol. My love, you see from here, the chiti, that the wheat flour, when it doesn't reach its final destination of becoming bread, you make what? Adama. That's the diuk. Okay? So Gemara says, Shmuel holds the chiti by a piadama. Where it says no, loy, the chiti nami shakol nebedvari. Chiti also is also shakol. So fact gemara leshmeinon the chiti shakol. So tell me that chiti is also shakol. The kosher kain the sari. If you tell me that wheat flour shakol, the obviously wheat is a higher level of of grain than barley. Barley in the world of the gemara is animal food. Right? So if you're telling me that wheat flour is shakal, so you're more so. Barley flour is, of course, shakal. And with the Gemara, Iyash me'inon, Ishmu is going to come teach me. 
that chiti, the wheat flour. You make a shahakol, havamino, I would have said, hanimili, when do I make a shahakol? That's, that's by wheat flour, the chiti. Avol desari, but by barley flour, where the, it's, it's not the derech to eat it like that, it's not the norm to eat like that. Maybe I shouldn't make a brach at all. In other words, we were just going up in the category. Okay? So I went from wheat to wheat flour. So we say make adama. But if you just say wheat flour, you don't say the barley flour, you know what I might think? Not that, that wheat flour and barley flour are on the same level of hadama. I'll say wheat flour is a greater level. I'll make it a hadama. Barley flour, you know, bracha making that? Not a shakal. I'll make nothing. I won't make a brach at all. Okay, I won't brach on law, and that's why Shmuel is coming to tell us that you make a brach shahakal on the wheat flour. So, it's a question. Okay, we're on the first wide line of the Gemara. Is this any worse than melach and salt and zomis and brine? The Tanya, we learn in the Brai, so... When it comes to salt and it comes to brine, you make a shackle, even though it's not the norm to eat salt and brine. So when it answers, it's yeah, we need the halacha of Shmuel to come to tell us that you make a bracha on barley flour. Why? I might have thought to say that only by melach vizamis, only by salt and brine, you make a brach on them of it inish the shad of the pumet. Because at times people put the, the salt and brine in their mouth and eat it. But barley flour, since it's, it's difficult for the body, it can cause intestinal pain. Um, some of these like worms that, that form inside the person's stomach. Uh, what's it called? The, the, I'm sorry? No, there's a worm. Parasites, parasites that, that, that form inside the... Tapeworm. Tapeworm. Thank you. That's what, that's what I was thinking about. Thank you. Tapeworm. Thank you. You know, these tapeworms, right? So I might think that since it could cause tapeworm, or there's a button for your intestines. Maybe you shouldn't make a brach at all. The chiddush is that even though there's a dangerous aspect to it, but you're still getting a hanah out of it. You're still deriving benefit from it. So since you're deriving benefit from it, you're still going to make a brach. We, we don't do a lot of the things that we're going to be learning on today, tomorrow, and, and a lot of the things here. We, first of all, we don't live in an agricultural world. Okay, and even even when Rab Nachum would do his farming, it's not the farming of the Gemara's time. It's a whole different world. I'm saying. In those days, they would actually eat the raw grain. They would take the grain and eat. How do you even digest something like that? Or I thought it was puffed grain. Pop grain, yeah, parched, parched, maybe parched, parched, maybe like a popcorn. Maybe you know, they they did they did something to it. I don't know if it was just like crushed up like that. They did something to it, but but. Uh, Apparently they did eat something like this, right? Like Mara's asking, they, they, ate it, they ate it like this. Okay, now we're going to another section in the Gemara here. Okay. Says the Gemara Vaiter. The Gemara now tells us, we discuss what's called Kaira. So 
you have a palm tree. But in the beginning stages of the palm tree, you have some learn as hearts of palm. Most we shouldn't learn what we're about, to talk, we're about to talk about is not hearts of palm. So let's put hearts of palm aside for now. Exactly what the bracha halach lamaisis we're not discussing. We're talking about the Gemara here. The palm tree has, in the early stages, has shoots that come out from the palm tree that are edible. Once again, I'm not talking necessarily hearts of palm. These shoots. Okay? What bracha do you make in these shoots? Now, these shoots eventually become hard. So, do you make hadama on these shoots? Or do you make a shackle on these shoots? So, let's see. Kaira. These palm shoots. Rabbi Yehuda Omar, Rabbi Yehuda says, he said, you make a bayer for Adam. You make Adam on these palm shoots. Ushmul Omar, shakol near You make a shakol. The more explains the svaros of Rabbi Yehuda and Shmuel. Rabbi Yehuda Omar bayer for Adam. Rabbi Yehuda says, you make Adam because it's it's a, it's a fruit from the ground. So you make Adam. Shmuel Omar, shakol near bedvaroi. I have a sleeve of because at the end it's going to get hard. So if it's going to get hard, like a, like a tree, so you make, and right now, you'll make, you can eat it now, you make, you make a shackle. Shmuel says to Rabbi Yehuda, so Shmuel says to Rabbi Yehuda, in other words, he's telling his Talmud, you sharp one. He's going to bring a raya proof for his Talmud against him, but he's not going to hold of it. Okay? So he says, Kavazich Mestabra, makes sense like you. When it comes to a radish, if you don't take a radish off of where it grows, okay, at the end, it's going to harden up. Just like these palm shoots, this kaira. And what do you make? What brach do you make on radishes? Make hadama. So he's saying, just like you want to say on these kaira, on the palm shoots, it's soifil haksha, it's going to get hard. And therefore you should make haddama. Okay? Soifil haksha. What about haetz? Haetz, since it's from a tree. So it's not from a tree. No. It's not from the fruit of the tree. You hear what I'm saying? The dates, dates are the fruits of the date tree. Yeah, but this is, this is in, in the, I guess, I don't really know palm trees, but in the tree itself, in the formation of the tree. But it's like banana or pineapple, right? Maybe. Uh, I think by, maybe, by, by, by banana, mind, right? by banana it's more of, it because it comes from, year, grows from year to year. You know, a banana, banana comes from the tree. A banana is Adama. But that's a yeah. I think it's a different reason, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's mm. the same reason here. I think it's a different reason. Vulai. So, so Gemara says, no. Gemara pushes aside this approach. Vulai. No, it's not a good raya. It's not a good raya. Why? By, by the radish. Tsnoin, not the inshi adaiti the pulga. The tsnoin, the radish, people plant it specifically to eat it when it's soft. And we see over here, there's a halachic reality that it makes a difference to why you plant the item. And if you plant the item for a certain reason, that that has a connection to the bracha you're going to make on it. However, diklo, like not the inshiya, that did the kaira. When you plant a dekel tree, 
by a palm tree, a date tree. What are you planting it for? I gave the answer in the question. Dates. The dates. So therefore, it, it, it's not considered to be, uh, that's why he's addressing your, your point. It's not considered to be the fruit of the tree. Right? Fine. Now we turn to what's called slaf. Okay? Who knows what a slaf is? Slaf is a caper berry. You know what a caper berry is? I'll tell you what it is. You see it all the time. You ever go to a bris and they have locks? Okay. I, no, I'm not talking about the bagels and cream cheese. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the locks itself. Many times on the, on the locks, you find these little round balls. Capers, that's what I said, right? Caper berries. Okay? Now those are always, they, they scare me. I always like push it, I don't know what that is. I, I push it aside. So I, I'm looking for the locks. I'm like wondering, what is that stuff over there? But, but, but that's what that is. Those little things are capers. I'm sorry? Okay, obviously people like them, right? Because they're putting it on it for some reason. They said, it's not so aesthetic. It's not because it looks so beautiful, right? Okay? I think it tastes a little like a, maybe like a pickle they say or something, you know. You can buy them in a the jar of capers, okay? Fine. So it's slaf or capers. Now, when we see a caper, we see the finished product. However, like many of the fruits, almost every of the fruit that grows, and also the vegetables, Hashem creates them with a protective, protective shell or leaf or something protecting the actual Fruit itself, which is called the the husk, okay, the klipa, okay. So we're gonna have different words for this over here right now. Tomorrow is asking like this: You just told me since it wasn't planted for that purpose, so therefore you don't make the bracha uh, like you're saying. You should make a shackle instead of the the hadama. It's definitely not the eitz for sure. So tomorrow it says. Whenever you don't plant it for this reason, you don't make the bracha that's fit, but rather make shahakol. I if I rate slav, you have caper, caper berries. The not the inshia died the pircha. People plant it for the caper. Otanya we learn in the brayso almine nitzpo regards the different types of capers. Al ha'olin on the leaves, al tamaris on the dates of the capers. You make a better priyadam. And the actual caper itself is called the avyoinis here. While a kafrisin and on the husk, on the, the protective shell, you make haets. So you see over here what? That even on that which is not intended to be planted as for the tree, you still make haet, uh, you still make what? Uh, you may still make haadam on it. Where do you see that? Because and the kafrisin, kafrisin is is the shell of it. Okay. Now I sent you on the WhatsApp group. I sent you a picture of this. Okay, I sent you a picture of this. So the, you, you take a look after. It's not the second. You okay, take a look at the second also. I send you a picture, and you'll see the different parts of the, you know, as best as you can of this uh, caper. And, and the shell, a husk, protects it. Omer of Nachbar Yitzchok, Slav, when it comes to the caper, not the inshia dadi dushusa. People plant it with intention to eat the leaf also. Okay? 
So therefore, it's not a kasha on, on the, on the leaf also. You're making a bracha on it as well. Because, oh, fine. But dick law, when it comes to the dates, like not the inshadati de kaira. People are not planting it. Why are you planting the date tree? For the dates. Not for the shoots that come out from it. Right? Even though Shmuel praised Rabbi Yehuda with his with his uh, with his svara, nonetheless says the Gemara Hilchos Akavas the Shmuel the halach is like Shmuel that on the koyro on the shoots of the palm the the palm shoots you make a shahakol because it wasn't planted for that purpose. <coughs> Therefore, it's not called. Uh, it's not the, the, the fruit of it. It's not a hadama, and it's definitely, of course, not ha'etz. Okay. So let's stop here. We we'll pick up from the next case from the two dots over here. Amrav Yudam Rav, Slavshel Orla. Right. We'll pick up from this the next time. Lamavav Amr Aleph towards the bottom, like the fifty lines from the bottom, by the two dots, maybe more than fifteen.